You're listening to Cinema Red Pill. I'm Sharon here with Timothy and Joel. And we're going to talk about an African film today called The Barrier of Kojo. It's a film made by an African guy funded entirely by himself and a Kickstarter program. He's called Samuel Bazawule, known as Blitz the Ambassador. Yeah. That's his music name. That was his name for his his hip hop career mostly, but even now he still goes as Blitz Bazawule. But he's yeah, he's trying to merge them. But still, we know him yeah. as Blitz the Ambassador. His yeah. Twitter handle is Blitz the Ambassador. This is his first feature. He was a hip hop artist before for five years, and then he actually said in an interview how his message wasn't coming across in music, like how mm. he wants to root for Africanism and just. <laughs> show that person of his side so he thought a feature a film would do it better and i think he was right i like the film uh so the movie is on netflix i think we should first give i i like to give i want to give some <laughs> backstory about this movie because it's really like one of my most anticipated films of 2019. um you did you guys see the images the still images of the film before it came out the one of the car burning and then also the little yeah. girl i've seen the poster uh, yes, yeah i've seen the car burning yeah so those came out like when he was starting the Kickstarter campaign. That's when I caught wind of the film, was super hype about it, he's got the money for it. Then I'll keep seeing some behind the scenes stuff like when he met up with the guys he got to work with. There was a point where he had an image with Ryan Coogler, like he was showing himself meeting with Ryan Coogler. Yeah. Then the movie was released, it had a bit of a slow release at some festivals, little, little. <coughs> then when Ava DuVernay's company, R.A. picked it up, poof. Everything blew up. Everything blew up. So many publications have written about the film, and that's always the yeah. greatest thing for him. Like a New Yorker magazine to just write a, a review for you. That's huge. Yeah, Washington definitely. Post, New Yorker. Really, really cool. And it's so exciting because now they show him on several Q and A's. His stuff is. You should need to just see like his. Follow him on Twitter. He's I really him, updates yeah. consistently. A bunch of people started tweeting about it. So real, Eva Dubani real put him on her shoulders mm-hmm. and yeah. drop him up there. So the movie is on Netflix. Please go and watch it because we're going to talk about it in depth. We are not going to reserve plot details or anything. Uh, good. Yeah. So because <laughs> it's a bit of a complicated film, we need to mm-hmm. really unpack it all. <laughs> so the movie is about a girl called Essie. And she is telling the story of her father and his brother and also showing her relationship that she has with her father. So mm. it's narrated, there's a voiceover, she's narrating, she's much older, she's really, the movie is in the perspective of herself when she was a bit younger. Yeah. And um, hmm, because those two plots are there together, her and her father, also the father and the brother, mm. she goes, it's, uh, how can I forget to mention? There's a lot of magical realism in the film. So, yeah, let's get into the details <coughs> of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I wanted us to first, before we delve into all the nitty gritties, just mm-hmm. like a general view of what you think without details. Just what did you think of the film? What had you thought it would be and what it became? Then we get into details of the intricacies of it all. Uh, Timothy, you start. Okay, I'm saying general. Yeah, yeah. just general thoughts. Uh, before the film, like I'd seen the poster and I'd read about it like on social media, but I didn't really like go into like so the behind the scenes stuff, the mm-hmm. trailer, all that. So 
so watching it was like I came in fairly very green about the whole film and what's what what it's about. But anyway, uh, Barrio Kojo, after watching it, I watched it for the second time today because mm-hmm. I watched it only once at a time and I watched it the second time. It's an amazing movie. Yeah. And on the second view, it's even much, much better because even there's that, there's a line in the movie where she talks about the father used to tell her stories mm-hmm. that the, you didn't understand the end. No, you can't understand the end unless you know the, you can't understand the beginning unless you know the end. Mm-hmm. And if you know mm-hmm. the end, it's not what you expected, yeah. So that's kind of the thing I got from it. But it's a very good film. I liked the story because it's about a father who's kind of like dealing with this grief or is in kind of a depression, yeah. and then just kind of his relationship with his daughter and this this magical imagination she has in her head. Yeah. So for me, it was a five star film. One of it's one of the best African films I've seen in recent yes. times. Why, yes. uh, Joel? Your thoughts? Um. Uh, before watching this film, as a, as quite a, I don't want to say big fan because I can't like quote all the projects he has done, but I'm a big fan of like Blitz's style of storytelling, and I've se- and I've watched a bunch of his videos in the short format. Like his music videos are just breathtaking stuff, and and yeah, knowing this was his first feature film, I wasn't sure what to expect because I hadn't seen him attempt something this big on like on this level of like runtime and to me it was not not a bad first try <laughs> and, okay. and, and, yeah, and, and, and i don't mean that in a way of that ah, it sucked hard mm. or whatever it was like it's like i could feel it was a little clunky sometimes here and there but overall like the blitzness of everything was still there his, Blitz, yeah, his yeah his stamp is all over everything mm. and yeah I, I really want to see him grow and like make more movies yeah. Alright. Uh let's see. I also like it. I I think we we talked about the film for the Ngalabi Short Film Festival yeah. and I really liked his stuff. It was some of my best mm. stuff. It was very affecting and he is indeed he stays in that same faith. It's very similar to, to yeah. his music videos. Um it's very artistic. Yeah. Super super artistic very like he must have thought of those images even before anything else he definitely did very directed movie and sometimes that thing uh it takes me out of it when it's a bit much and sometimes it was a bit much Mm -hmm. and it was taking me out of it and even i was so scared i'm like oh no i'm not going to like this movie i was actually scared yeah and then (laughs) the last about 15 minutes or so or oh, 10 minutes this movie is very short by the way it's yeah, one, one hour and like 20 it's one hour 20 but mm. with, if you remove the credits it's like one hour 11 12 yeah yeah so it's very brief like those last 10 minutes they tie the whole story together that's why i really think what he says is true that on rewatch it would be extremely greater because when he ties the story up together mm. it all makes sense and you're like this story is actually simple that's one thing that made me happy and i actually felt satisfied with what had just happened and then i was okay with like okay this is him he just he's he does that yeah like i yeah. ended up at the end it all tied the room together like mm-hmm. the mud and then, but then and it made sense for me so i really liked it uh, i think one thing i wanted to mention that i didn't in the beginning is the story is inspired by a true story he read in a newspaper mm-hmm. which is about a man who was tr- who was buried alive inside the gold mine 
which is a bit of the the introduction I hadn't mentioned that mm-hmm. Barry of Kojo, the images had with with those still images of the car is mm-hmm. over a mining field, and this has a lot of story about the mining, illegal mining in Ghana. Mm-hmm. How, was, how was this guy buried? Like, how was, he was digging and the so, land collapsed on him. Uh, no, uh, so the way when, when I read him talk about it, he did not put in those mm-hmm. details. He just talked about how. They added in those details of how he was illegally mining, mm-hmm. and that's what the he- the headline said. So he wondered, same thing, what would make someone illegally? Yeah, like he reverse engineered. How would you illegally mine and then end up inside buried alive like that? that that's all he said. He didn't give details on those other things. Um. So I wonder what we should talk about first. Should we talk about how? Um, the politics in the film and how fancily directed it is. I wonder what should we talk about story? Which one do you think we should go with first? I think story. Okay, let's talk about story. Mm. Um, wondering what you guys thought about his the way he chose to tell his story with the mm. flashbacks and also those scenes he's flashing to of the magical realism and he yeah. has this really. Fancy as fuck aesthetic of doing the the, the, the reverse shot, the upside down thing. Mm-hmm. Well, please talk about that. Mm. <laughs> I, I think I would like to start with Timothy. This is like <laughs> the, he's the overwhelmingly <laughs> positive five star. Yeah, okay. the story. Yeah, and so I'd like to know what you thought of story. Yeah. Uh, so you mean story? You've mentioned that the, the, the magical realism. Bits. I think, what do you I think, I think, I think the way it transitions like, to that. Yeah, like the way it pieced everything okay. together. Okay. Okay. Uh, because uh, at the beginning, you know, there's, there's this narration that goes on throughout the film, yeah. and again that put me off a bit because yeah. you know the person is talking about the snail that the girl is talking about the snail that carried people on its back, and mm. you know you kind of get worried like ah, oh, bring me to another very deep poetic surrealist <laughs> piece yeah. or something. Uh-huh. But anyway, uh, as the story begins, like because even at the end, because let me just skip to the end. It, yeah. it has narration, and at the end, they kind of reveal mm-hmm. that the character, the girl, the young Essie is now an older lady and she's, she, she's at this book reading mm-hmm. and she has been, people are now giving her a standing ovation and we have to imagine that what she has been, the narration was what is in the book yeah. mm-hmm. that she was doing mm-hmm. yeah so on, on that level that whole part, that part of the narration worked mm-hmm. for me, it made sense in that, in that yeah. from there I would have to go on to the part where uh, the girl there are, these elements, there are these small parts okay the cues, there are cues now in the story because as I said, if you watch the movie again, you pick up on a lot of things. Uh. So in the film, there are these characters who come in. Uh, there's the crow, yeah. there's the bird, the sacred bird, there's the blind man who comes on the boat. And all these are kind of like these magical, they occupy this magical world. They, don't, they, are, they seem to be on earth with us, yeah. but they occupy this magical realm. Yeah. And I think to a young child, that's very real, because that's probably how they internalize like real life problems, or like real life shit in general they usually yeah. have this imagine imagination attached to it mm. so like all those things that like from there's this part where the guy who brings the, the sacred bird the first time yeah. the guy on the boat and then the girl tells her that this guy came who was blind and because the way she says it mm. it's like she's saying something completely different like there's a way everything had two layers to it yeah like the guy bring the bird and the cap take care of it there's a crow then yeah. you kind of, as you, as the movie goes on, you understand that this bird is merely just a metaphor for the dad, or mm-hmm. probably her yeah. relationship with her dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even again, you could even think about how that guy coming, maybe that's the guy who brought the news about the mom, about the mom being sick, because mm-hmm. later on realized the brother wasn't really even there in the first place. Oh, yeah. Sort of phantom. That was Ex- ex- except it gives the girl money. 
It's him. It's him. The it's father him, yeah. Because, yeah. because okay, all the, now that's, that's yeah. another aspect. Because the yeah. brother is there, but he's not there. He's yeah, this guy, yeah. like the chip on the brother's shoulder. Yeah. So that aspect of even just him being able, able to weave that in, of mm. this guy is with them, and like you watch the whole movie and you actually believe like he's discussing with his brother they are mm. attacked by the Chinese and their dogs together mm. then again you have that when you reveal it it's still everything still holds yeah, yeah. is what was one of the best things about the story then the magical realism bits mm-hmm. those ones I, I really didn't see them as off in any way because again I think they probably it was a manifestation of the kids fears so like it, it was it wasn't a bad thing it was Did almost you like, like them? Yeah, I liked them yeah, mm. because they were they were few and far. They were not like all over the place. Like it wasn't like he was bringing them all the time. Mm. Yeah. He'd only bring them and even at particular key points. Like when the father gives her the money and goes, and she's like that that day. She saw the crow chasing her. Then the guy who brought the bird is actually there. Then he tells her, "Don't let the crow take take the bird away." Mm. Like that's when it comes at those particular points when it's like probably a ship. Like when the dad is now going to go to the city. That's when the crow comes. Yeah. When um later at the, and at the end when she has to find her dad that's when she goes like to this magical place and finds another bird and i thought probably it would take a while for you to watch the movie again and unpack all the symbolism in it yeah but i feel that for what it was all those other magical realism things i don't even feel like there was a lot of flash mm. i felt it was really it worked with the story maybe you might say that they colored the things and all that was flashy, it was flashy like, no Timothy. i don't think that was the really movie is not flashy it's no. simple simple okay. i actually think it's it's less flashy than uh his last short film that diaspora the trilogy i think it's a lot less flashy than that to me okay because there you could actually intensely <laughs> you can actually see him reversing things and all that yeah, yeah it's very far apart and there's a lot of story like and character development that goes on in the story itself yeah. and out of cues it gives away so those things were there and they might seem like excess part on it but may I thought they complimented because if like you actually try and like see when flashy is not bad though no. like when we say it's no. flashy we're not trying to say it's bad no but I f- no may I feel they serve like a form uh, what's, what's, what's the saying hmm? form the follows uh, function. F- function I felt they worked in that sense because if he's doing magical realism and he can keep it to a minimum of bringing these evocative shots yeah. every now and again that's even like the opening shot when he begins uh, the story when the girl begins the story my dad used to have this dream every every night mm-hmm. and he's basically on the beach with his car and the ocean like it might seem like a flashy shot but like it's actually trying he's trying to express the emotion of what he's going through the car is his, the car, his nightmares is basically but I feel like you're using flashy like we're saying it as a derogative term. Yeah. We're saying it's... Okay, me, I'm saying it's super... Like, it's a bit... It's, it's, um, it's, it's a, a really it's a intensely made image. Like, yeah. it is yes. so... Like, it's so, it's so intentional. Yeah. It is so... Like it's like he had I don't know it's the way it's like he's trying to he really made an effort to make it look like that it's a bit yes because he's trying intensely. to convince like, something yeah so it's not a derogatory to, thing yeah. it's nice it just is that though it's a lot it I is think, super super I think derogatory flash is the right word though so then but yeah. then okay the mm. way I'm using flashy mm. I think you've taken it as a derogatory term but I don't mean when that. you say it's heavily stylized oh yeah like it's heavy the style it's is super heavy 
That, like, that, would you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, it's neither here nor there. No, I wouldn't. So, you, I wouldn't. What, you, you, how you would you describe that style? style? The style. Person in his no, I would the, say, no, I would say it's magical realism, but I wouldn't well, say it's How would you describe the style of the film? The style of the film, I would say it's magical realism. That's the style. That, that is defining yes. it. It's not like... Anyway... Joel, we, I don't know, we're going, we're going to end up in a hole. Because you're not making a description, you're saying a thing which is, like it's saying, what did you think of the style of the film? It's a western. That's not a description. No, but... That's a form. I was, a, a I was, form. I was referring to like, okay, I was saying in general, like I was, I was just hinting at the parts you said, like yeah. on magical realism. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I personally didn't feel because they were very far and few between that's yeah. why I was, that's why I was so, so, so basically yes. you're saying that they you didn't feel yeah. I I was describing the film yeah so yeah but I just felt like he was using the word that I used flashy like I said it as a bad thing yet I was was just probably trying to scale down the word okay it's a stylized film Joel what are your thoughts on the story I'm sure you'll edit that part I don't know cut cut beginning to begin with, the story reminded me a lot of one of my favorite films, Beasts of the Southern Wild. Oh, like a lot, that is like a very good film. film. Yeah, in, in terms of just like the little girl and the magical realism and staying with yeah, her dad. And especially when it started and it's like the mother is vanishing, I was like, oh no, like you're going really heavy, yeah. like close to the plot. But then she came back, which... Which, which, which I liked and then I sort of let go of that thing and just enjoyed the story as it was um, yeah as I said before I was super into like Blitz's style of like like his short film style because I really liked what yeah. he did in the Asporadico yeah. trilogy because yeah. was, everything was so compact and concise and yeah. it wasn't like he was telling like linear stories or stuff it yeah. was just Stories like an emotional structure to it, which I really enjoyed. Now, on the feature film length format, that that I, I felt like that was a little bit diluted in comparison to his short form work, because he sort of now had to strike again that balance between like telling this story and all this dialogue, and then having those I don't as about to use the word flashy, mm. like having those stylistic mm. like magical realism sequences which mm. I liked and for me for me he wasn't quite able to strike that balance in a very effective way story wise I liked I liked certain I don't even know if I liked them all that much I felt like even that element of like the crow mm. and the dove I I almost felt they might have been slightly derivative I don't know that I ever felt like they were very essentially like African. I don't know if I don't know if it's because I associate like the crow and stuff with like yeah. Norse mythology and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but but like I respected it though as like his own thing, like his own world with yeah. its own rules. So that's just like a very like side thing. Uh, the, the 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 stuff with like the girl and then the answer is a little iffy. I don't know. Like, like, like in terms of like the girl's place in the main yeah. story, with like, um, <laughs> in terms of yeah, you, 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 like you said, you have like this, 
sort of story layered underneath where mm. she's like internalizing like her father's I don't know if I can call it like depression like he's suffering from yeah so it's like she's internalizing his emotional trauma his mm. nightmares I really like in broad strokes like what that entails um yeah but it was it was, it was just kind of like okay it didn't like I guess blow me away the same way that like his short form stuff has and I don't know if it was just like a question of the different run times but I feel but it's not like a negative I feel like that's something he's going to like nail down as like he does more feature films uh I, no, I was going to talk about performances. Not yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, I liked, I liked, I liked the twist with the, with the brother. Though. Hey. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll just say that because I didn't, I legit did not see that coming. Like when mm, he falls into same. the mine, because that he had legit like led me along this storyline. Even with like the cutaways to the soaps, which I liked, mm. I, I liked those mm. subtle, like yeah. when he's hugging the mom, and then there's mm. like this person hugging the mom on the screen. That was a very subtle shot, and I wasn't sure whether that's a real soap or whether he shot that like his as name, a fake name, soap. His name was on the credits. I on the credits of the soap. On the soap, I'm also not sure yeah. if he shot it. Right? I mean, yeah, if he shot it, yeah. damn, man, that's, <laughs> that's crazy, yeah. But but I liked I liked that they set us up with like this whole brother story and that maybe like just the wife died and they had this girl they loved between them and the brother might still resent him. So so when it looked like the brother had like hit him to like fall into the mind, I was like, shit, this mm. is like mm. some heavy stuff. And I thought the plot was going in a certain mm. direction where, where where like the family is going mm. like uncover what the brother mm. does and like save him. But no, instead it's like no, the brother's been dead this whole time. Mm. And I like that you're confused along with the girl who's kind of the main character mm. as well. She, she kind of takes over like at that point in the story a mm. bit where the POV is a little more on her mm. and yeah I thought it was a really nice twist I like that again with magical realism mm. always have that moment where they want to blur the lines when beasts had that moment mm. except I liked it here more than I did in Beast. beasts had like some outrageous like giant bulls I <laughs> love those bulls yeah but uh, yeah but I think when that moment happened that movie was a little uh, that moment yeah but like here in terms of because they had set up this whole like upside down world everyone walks like upside down and stuff so I like the way she just sort of transitions into that world and transitions out of it and without outrightly telling us like oh I, I walked into this portal and then I came out of mm-hmm. it was just like this just happened like on an emotional level like this dreamlike state and yeah, I agree. Yeah, I like, really like like that last part of the, of the yeah. film. It just, just ties it all up yeah, so satisfyingly. Really nice sequence, yeah. Overall, yeah. the uh, story was yeah, it was a little clunky, but I enjoyed it. I think me too. I found it a lot more simple, like I'd already mentioned. Yeah. Um. I I was shocked that it ended up being a twist movie. Like the way yeah. it's flowing, mm. it doesn't come off like something that's. At least you think there is going to be a reveal. At least maybe mm-hmm. they reveal his that, but it's a full blown twist where you have to rethink the entire film. And that was <laughs> fun and interesting. Although I think the thought I had after was like I, I kept thinking, have I ever really held on to a twist movie for a long <laughs> yeah, time? Yeah. I tried to think of all the favorite films I've had for a long time. None of them ever end up being twist movies. I have something against them. And I hope it no, it will spoil something that's a recent movie, which I can't wait for us to watch <laughs> in the future. Which where that's where I'll really talk about yeah. me and twist <laughs> movies. But I like that. I think one of the things you guys you, you were talking about the scenes with the realism, the magical realism where he does all that those fancy shows. Mm. Sorry, 
the word we're not used is fancy or no 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 fancy is a different <laughs> word okay no. with the fancy shorts but and um, he's also not still being mainstream in the normal scenes with her and the father yeah. it's still and that's the vibe of his his music videos though mm. there's this girl Crazy slow motion way that they be. This is a vibe which reminded me of somebody. It reminded me of Terence Malik, to be honest. Yeah, there's, there's a way he's he's current the, the most recent things. Not don't think Tree of Life. Think the more recent ones he did. I've forgotten their titles. They have that cabriziness of it, and they also have a voiceover. Yeah, I was reminded of that so much, mm. and oh, this is a bad thing. The ter- the, the, the Terence Malik ones be so profound in those scenes. They yeah. weren't that profound here. Like, like I, I even used to yeah. sleep to his movies because of that feel goodness that they give me with the voiceover, with that self reflection while she's self reflecting. I didn't feel this here. Yeah. But there were still a lot of things I liked. Mm. Um, I wonder if I can talk about the portraits here because they reminded me of if Bill Street could talk. He does these self portraits and mm. I think they work. He has. He, the movie is a lot. Can I use that word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fear to offend you when I say bad things. The movie is a lot between when it transitions to magic realism, mm-hmm. then like even I remember the scene where they bring up that the brother died, and even the way he treats the scenes, he doesn't call that much attention to it to tell you that you actually need to see this. You see, I even keep thinking if. It's because Hollywood is so scared of people not understanding what they do. They make sure a scene you're supposed to see is seen. They'll at least put a loud music, loud music, or they'll be, they'll be like well, loud. They hold that. They, 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 they will hold it for a while. Even mm. when he reveals that the brother was dead the whole time, he just says it in such a normal tone. It, 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 he doesn't really call attention to it. So, yeah. it, I, I kept thinking maybe I'm programmed to people feeding me shit, but it's still a lot. The movie is a lot. I think. Yeah, be ready for it to be. I couldn't even. I was sleepy the first time, like mm-hmm. tired, tired. Like, I was like, I can't do this. I need <laughs> Saturday morning fresh mind, mm-hmm. and that's when I'll see. I wanted to see some things again, and I saw them today early in the morning because I'm like it, it needs that kind of concentration. Mm-hmm. So I think, I can I use okay. Let me stop just asking you. It's a challenging film. Yeah, yeah. I think it's okay. it's really a hundred percent a challenging film, but it's very satisfying at the end of it all. That's what I would say on story. I think, could we move on to the aesthetics of it all? Yes, please. Yes, because yeah. he uses... Let's talk about the colors, the music, just the way this dude directs. I don't know. In in lieu... In, is, is that how they say that word? In lieu of other African directors. Yeah, yeah let's talk about that because it is a character of the film. Yeah. Tim, you go. Okay, there's, there's this quote that that Bergman used one time. Mm. He was talking about Tarkovsky, mm. and he was like, "Fame as far as cinema goes, he was trying to like, he was trying to find like this whole other new dimension of the way to make his movies." Mm-hmm. But then when he saw Tarkovsky's film for the first time, like he found someone who actually had the keys already to that room and he had already explored. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I felt because I felt he maximized every possible element of the. Of any every possible filmmaking element he had at his disposal, oh. and he didn't overdo it because okay, he didn't overdo because like of cinematography, for example, <coughs> uh, like when I watched it again today, I noticed this thing because whenever he would shoot, he would usually show the brother with like a friend or someone else, mm-hmm. and his other brother is on the side, 
and the first time you watch it you'll actually think think the brother is there but on watching it again his camera movement always highlighted it actually mm. when you see that this guy is not with them because yeah. he would always show them and then he would slowly pan to this guy to mm. reveal the brother like he's sitting beside them okay. so that's something i really liked about the way he was directing like he kept leaving this subtle cues mm. even using his camera then the music you said uh, he made the music and so yeah, he composed the score. It does sound yeah, like and him. It's, and it's actually really cool and subdued because it wasn't like a very heavy score, very subdued. And even the end credit song was really nice. <coughs> I'm still looking for the title for that one. Mm. Another thing I'll say the editing. I know you're going to do a reverse shots. There were upside down shots. <laughs> Those upside yeah. that was the first time yeah. he did it. I was like, and that's, fancy. yeah, and that's and that's something I was really impressed with because we know here in Uganda, like we've been to these workshops. People yeah. will never write you, never let you write a scene with anything extra. <laughs> never <laughs> get to the story. Where is it going? What is this? What's the location? That is it. There's like no depth added to that, and I thought, like. Like as as you were saying, like editing kind of work. Like you might see the shot as upside down, and you might think it's, oh, this is a really different shot. Mm-hmm. But it's probably symbolizing something because they keep talking about the upside down place. So, like that's when now you see the shot gets like more context out of the film itself. Mm-hmm. Then I like to tell novella segments. They were really cool, and the way they were like mirroring the, yeah, yeah. the, the real life because it's, it's, it's just a conflict of some brothers and lady, and it's the same here. And, the, in, in real life as well mm-hmm. and then the color I like the color uh, there, was, there were some scenes like there's that color there's that look okay, there's that shot of the sky which is pink then the other really cool things he did like when the mother and the mother and Kojo when Ama and Kojo meet for the first time when they show those ponds mm-hmm. what are they called? lilies? What, what, what's yeah lilies yeah when they're like lighting up mm-hmm. like those are all really like they were, and he did like only once and mm-hmm. they were really cool but subtle mm-hmm. so some of the things and I like the setting also as you say like this of the southern world like I liked how that maybe that whole thing of people living on houses built on stilts on top of water kind of gave it it's a a very nice like the rural the rural life was really picturesque Mm -hmm. then again when when they came to town I like that it wasn't so much of a juxtaposition as most Africans try to make it like they really show if you're in the village you're in a mud hut then when you're in town you're like in (gasps) plazas and all that kind of thing so I like that kind of balance the phone. What did you think of his drone shots? The drone shots? Again, there were very few by yeah, the Yeah, co- there were few. And, and the thing he is, didn't abuse yes, them. And the people thing is, they were different. Because I've seen, you know, in Uganda, people use one drone <laughs> shot like five times in the movie. <laughs> Here, there were like five drone shots and they were all like different and they were really they were transition shots in a way. Yeah, they weren't they like were so good. much of this is, see, I have a drone, it's flying <laughs> over water. It was really just simple transition. Yeah. Those are some of the stylistic things I'd say. Like, yeah. Magical realism, I think we already spoke about. We that. did in yeah, story. Did. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, actually, just, just to hope mm. for what you're saying. Because actually, by, by the time the first drone shot happened, mm. I, was, I was just starting to question, wow, this guy has not, not used one. one drone yeah. shot. Yeah, then it happened. <laughs> but yeah, they were like so cute. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. well mm-hmm. done. And I think, again, also for me, I think it's like Ugandan cinema that has. Put me on drone shots. There's, there's like that thing where That's they get... That's because of how overused. <laughs> <laughs> they get that one drone shot of the house and yes. they bring it back. Mm. Yes. And you're like... Um, and never measures up yeah. the rest of the cinematography. Yeah. This one kind of blended yeah. well to that. But like, um, with this cinematography, I was, it was actually slightly taking me out of the movie for like the first 10 or so minutes. Mm. I don't know if you noticed, but I... Yeah, I don't know if it was me just over, but like I would notice like that first upside down shot with like mm-hmm. 
the Raven Dude on a horse was ever so slightly misaligned, just really? very slightly misaligned on the horizon. And that, yeah, and that kind of took me out of the movie. And, and there was like two or like, there's about three more shots like that, but afterwards the cinematography was just on point, like for the rest of the movie. But it wa- it wasn't like it's not like I'm penalizing it. I'm like, ah, he fucked up so mm. bad. It was like be- because even like with the way he like flipped it upside down, like that he straightened it even that much was mm. <laughs> was miraculous. Mm. It's just that the grass on the horizon mm. like free to mm. now that was upside down shots. I liked. I don't even know if I liked it. I thought it was okay but the one first day, like, time. But there like two of them? How many no, were there? there were like five. No. There, there were more. many. There were so many. There weren't few. There I were remember many. reacting to them no, like, very no, like, strongly. No, you mean like one particular shot or you mean the upside? The ones no, of no, no, all, no, all of the ones used in the movie. As, as opposed to using Because the there's, there's the one you're saying of the crown, the horse. Yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. one. That's like one which really stands out for me. Yeah, because that was the yeah. very first one. Which is yeah, then which other one? There's one which... There are few. I didn't really see. There was more. I don't know why. Like sure, I so feel like there were like more. You know, like you know, there may be a few like transition things, but yeah, it because it's it's enough mm. for me to feel that it was a little much. Because I because I because I like no, it but why don't you? What it about interrogating what in what it means? Like no, that's the thing. Is the first the, no, the first it, it has a lot of meaning. They yeah. tell yeah, us what it means. Us. They tell us that because they're in the upside down place, it's between life and death. Cool. Yeah. No, that. what is the upside down place? The, 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 place land, the be land between, between like, the living and, and the dead. That's what they describe it as. That's where she talks to the brother at the, yeah. like, the, the very end when she discovers oh, he's like a ghost or whatever mm. has been haunting him. Because like, when she falls asleep on that place where they buried mm-hmm. the bird, then she transitions into that upside, upside down, down mm-hmm. world. But I, don't, I, I can't recall him ever like, trying to do... We have, yeah, that director will we'll talk about a few days from now. <laughs> We'd have like flipped it, you know, like his, like his movie Devil, where like, oh shit, everything's upside down, it's upside down, and then they flip it, flip it back. So again, I like that he, he did show restraint, so I'll, I'll give him that. A lot of restraint. He, he really did. He really does. So it's bang. just, yeah, be, because even with upside down shots, I'll only speak for myself. It's mm. not, again, with all the criticisms I have for the movie, it's not like. This this completely breaks experience. So this completely it's does what? Cool. It's just like those those minor hiccups. So I'm like, okay, I look forward to him improving on that. Like when it, cause like the movie is so good. Um, yeah, music mu- music was on point definitely. Cool. I'll just talk about like standout scenes that I liked the way he shot them. There's that one brief scene outside their place in uh, Accra, with like the stairs sort of yeah, like, yeah, um, like yeah. those ships were. It was such a simple shot, but I found those shapes Very amazing. African structures. Yeah, and then my favorite sequence actually in the movie, surprisingly, was when they when they take the daughter to that revival with that that pastor was supposed to have healing powers. I just like the aesthetic of all these people dressed in like white robes and like a guy falling asleep and just and just it had that that atmosphere that 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 you mentioned that he has in all his movies where it's like really breezy. The pace is really slow burn. Mm. And I love how we just transitioned us into a place where this guy is getting baptized and then we'll like snap back into reality. That w- that to me was the most seamlessly 
done sequence in the entire movie I just enjoyed it because I was, I was just like in it completely that when you even transition back I was like oh shit and to me it was actually like the most confusing one because like, really? I, I, and I wondered like when he baptized when he got baptized why did the bad die like those are the questions I, I left like such a scene with why did it what, what, what were they trying to I didn't uh, add thoughts to that yes yeah, so, yeah, so that thing is, is important that is no I, yeah. by me it's like there's so many because I mean like it dies in like comes back to life when when they're like finding him in the end but it comes back to life in that other world but yeah it it's comes in the magical world, world. Yeah. so I, I don't know if it really came back to life I think like it was its soul or whatever anyway you, I think you'd have to watch it a couple yeah, more times and unpack like all that stuff <laughs> speaking of that scene in the church yeah like when we talk about how stylistic this film is, like mm. when that scene happens, my thought is, yeah, by the time you decide to do a church scene and make everyone wear white, this is entirely for style purposes. Do you think that this all white was for any purpose of character yeah, and scene? People usually wear white by yeah. Everyone playing right. white? Yeah, yeah, they do. That. That was they like, that was like a legit... just pray and over what? No, that was like pray, but that was, I didn't, I didn't buy it. That was, that was a legit thing. At least that's an like, but, yeah, but there's some religious so like it's, it could be religious. Like, exactly, just like an, an aesthetic uniform. in so many films. Yeah. That's even the worst thing to say about I don't know. it. It's yeah, really but just I don't know, like for, for stylistic purposes. This, yeah, no, but in this particular sequence, for me personally, it fits because I can't put my pin on it. But like, given just a brief time that I stayed in Accra. That image, like it's a fit. good like, image. Like it it's a like, very good image. It fit like as because I, I don't know for sure if that's what would happen, but based on like how they dress over there and everything, it really fit like just logic. But my thing, I think it's probably like, even head. it's it's like usually m- most religious like say sect or something. Yeah, yeah. Usually people have a uniform, and even I thought there was something about that guy. Like it wasn't an everyday mm. pastor or like mm-hmm. priest. Yeah, you could have probably been some guy who. Has brainwashed these people, and even complained about it. Like my mom, she would sit in church the whole day. Yeah. So like it could have been a uniform thing, maybe. I, I really yeah. didn't see and, it as a. And I mean, they, they also set it up for us that the way, because the, the, the wife suggests it, and then it says about how it's the suggestion was like from the mother, and how like if you told that woman sit in church the whole day, she would sit there. Yeah. <laughs> she just watched it. Like the I don't think yeah. it was a conventional yeah, so, preacher. Yeah. So like for me, I felt primed. Like this is going to be some cuckoo shit. So like when we actually arrived, I was surprised with how yeah, how it just went, chill like, it was. Yeah, like you thought the guy was going to like yeah, out the guy. He yeah, but it was so chill. <laughs> our main character was falling asleep, and for me that threw me off mm. <laughs> completely. It was unexpected. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, it was yeah. It was, I would say it was a nice sequence. Yeah, uh, we're talking about aesthetics. It's still aesthetics, still. yeah. Um, yeah, the colors were pretty. He mm. uses a lot of pink. That was nice. Mm. He uses a lot of blue. And the two of them yeah. together yes, make so a great combination. Actually, he was using red for Kojo and blue for his for, brother. Oh, like when Kojo is alone, they usually use red. Then mm. when like the times like his brother would be like red, trying to convince him, let's go to this place, get the gold, all that. They would, they would be like this weird on one side it's mm. blue, yeah. then on his side it's, it's pink. Red. Why are you calling it red? It's pink. Was it pink or red? I know, I know, I know. You're really like, I didn't see a single red. It's pink. The 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 only red that comes up is when the the police lights come on and then it's the red and blue and black. I will take you. I'll show you a scene. 
I did yeah, not trust my <laughs> But also me, I've messed up so many times where I think purple is blue, those things. Uh, but no, I really no, think no, it's I feel pink. even color-wise, it would be really weird for blue, pink. pink it is contrast. beautiful. I it's really, it's blue and red is where it's What? Yeah, blue and red, like, it's a bit similar. It's pink. <laughs> Anyway, the colors are dope. Yeah. Um, you've talked a lot about my same reservations mm. about the upside downness, but it was cool. Yeah. And like and you, again, the way you were talking about, like I really appreciated it still, and it makes yeah. sense in the end. So I'm very happy with it at that point. Yeah. I really wanted to ask you about the portrait things because you're a portrait photographer. Mm. Yeah. Do you have any? Uh, did you? What were your thoughts on it? Did you feel like they worked? No, I mean, I mean, they worked for his style. They, they, they were. They, they Do you were, think they added sort of anything? Like, like which ones? Which like there's, there's, there was always a point where the, the some of the characters would look directly at the mm. at the camera. Yeah. Those are portraiture scenes, aren't they? Yeah, the umbrella scene. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, umbrella yeah, scene yeah. Even Amma has a scene. The mom has a scene. Even him, he has a scene. Yeah. What did you think of them? Because I think when normally when they happened, I I believe there was narration usually accompanied uh, by it. Harder. So for me, it uh, fit, it like fit with the whole we're framing a portrait thing. Because yeah. when you're taking a portrait, there's a certain story you're trying to tell. Yeah, that's what you Special expressions say. and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So 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 for me, it fit. Is is it necessary? No. But like Tim said, <laughs> it's nice to like have some color. I like that he had this distinct style. Yeah. Yeah. If if you're done, there's like one minor. No, thing continue. Yeah, because maybe I'm let done. me pitch in that because I would think okay. maybe even it will. It was maybe him cutting corners. Because he used them a lot, either he was showing just an emotion mm. or showing time passing. Like when he showed uh, them in the beginning, yeah. they're all smiling and they're in love. Like you actually get a very objective yeah. view of them, apart from all this other subjective stuff you're going to go through. Yeah. Then at the end, like even when he was at his lowest, probably before he went to the the the, uh, the gold mine. Yeah. Again, we have another one there. Like I, I even when when she was leaving and going, because mm. he kept editing. She kept coming, going, coming, going. So some of them, I think, were him just maybe cutting corners instead of showing her leaving and coming. So mm. I guess, I guess I'd have to. I mean, yeah, you. It's a very simple style. Yeah. I, I, I mean, you watch it twice, but yeah, I I think yeah, the first time around, I never. I felt like it was a very intentional stylistic Because the first one, the first the one is when it's the mother, the mother of the girl. She's the first. She's the first, she's the first one that have those yes. portraits yeah. like when she's yes. going and leaving. Um, I guess I'll have to rewatch to see how that flows with everything else. What was the additional thing you had? Yeah, the additional thing that um still, if you're not elect or not, was like the, I don't know if you noticed, like the frame rate he shot. Like the movie in is like it's it's not like twenty four fps because mm. cause you you know you know like how the shots feel a little like hyper realistic like you're there yeah, yeah. doesn't have that that's not something thing down yeah but like you don't slow those down mm. it was like music video slowing them down that one twenty like fps of yeah. like uh, mm. this is like some do so I I don't know I don't know I I feel like again it's just a question of personal mm. taste but I think I would have enjoyed it if was shot in that traditional dream like 24 fps which is like just below like what the normal human eye sees but i feel like the closer you get to like what we actually see the more it like sort of takes you out of like that movie magic quality that's a very very minor thing have you watched the angry film that's in 240 <laughs> In 240 fps what the, yeah <laughs> what you guys have to know about that what? film I'll, let me you put can't imagine what that's like. You should even <laughs> so just what? see. Angry? 
the ang no the the ang the director angly yeah i'll check there's a clip on youtube that will show you it's a mind fuck it's it's recent it's like 2015 it's recent not so far like 2017 even we'll see um right now this first free flow i want to talk about what i want to talk about first now just Mm-hmm. I took co- I, one of the things I really liked is how he has little bits and pieces of political things in the film. Yeah. Uh, one of the major things, of course, like I talked about the illegal mining that mm-hmm. happens in Ghana. I like how he dropped them in. He doesn't make them a concentrated topic. Yeah. Like, actually, that's one of the worries I had because it starts off as like, gold mine, Chinese. You're like, fuck, they're going to just a lesson on economic corruption <laughs> da, 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 da. but anyway it, it, I, I just like how he points it out in in a sense that it could actually start a conversation about it it actually shows that it's a, an issue but mm-hmm. it doesn't get preachy Only about dwell, it yeah. yeah and he even mentions how the chinese are a big part of it so mm-hmm. you really know he's caring about how much the chinese are taking over africa the worries and fears of many people also yeah. even one of my favorite scenes is when the the guy goes to report the case and then he's like he was released and flew away back to his country. I really dug yep. that. I really liked uh, the scene of corruption. I just like things that I know would happen to me. Like that scene of the, of the police guy saying you need to pay a little so more annoying. to be such. Like, it is so true. <laughs> yes. So true. I was very happy with it. Um, yeah, and exploitation of the people really. Because yeah. they're exploiting them as African miners and the scene where they show them getting very little money for the gold. Painful. I really like those political bits in the film amidst all its magical realism and story and mm. it has those bits of which are very 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 present in other African films but yeah. he, I like how he uses them a yeah. lot. It's one of yeah. my favorite things about it. Yeah. I think the money they actually got was like under $50. Like, like <laughs> so for the gold. For the so gold. little like that money, yeah. But the, well, when but was they, that, they were also playing guys. They were also playing guys. Then when he yeah. got to bother B and was like, man, I took for the white guy fake gold. He paid <laughs> yeah. me and they they can't they report me. because they don't yeah. have licenses. Yeah, yeah. They, also, they were hustling really. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, talk about other things I might have yeah. missed really. I mean, yeah, I like jump on the the Chinese thing when it popped up. I've read I can't count how many scripts I've read of movies coming oh. out that yeah. that that, oh. have, that have that happening in the background just from oh. I've seen one of a quarry. Yeah, exactly like a quarry oh. story about Chinese. I, I think I read oh. the same one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just and wow. <laughs> anyway, I like I like that he kept it in the background. Um, I know I know that there, of course there are certain there might be certain people who are hesitant of like. Are we going to like offend like a certain part of the audience or do what to do this? But having like traveled a bit in Ghana, that's exactly how the shit is. Mm. Like with like with Uganda, you could sort of still feel like they're a bit in the background. Mm. Mm. But Ghana, when you're like traveling up country, you're you're legit seeing so many places like the Ghanaian flag, Chinese flag side by side (laughs) on buildings, on what they're literally everywhere. So it's like legitimately like that. It's uh, it's a legitimate like fear. It's, it's one of the big fears of our time. Probably yeah, for, yeah. Like, but I, I, but I like that he doesn't. I like that it's just like a backdrop because that's exactly like how it feels. It feels like there's this overpowering like thing happening in the background that, li- that the little people can't really affect uh, either way. Mm. 
and I like that that's how he told the story like, like what you're saying in a sense that you open up a conversation yeah. rather than I think that's more constructive than like trying to like take the bull by the horns directly I don't think that will work at all for anyone but I, I loved it. That just that couple, and it was in in passing, like the first time we see them, like like the Chinese on the door. It's just so good. Blink of an, and I loved it. It was, and again, I don't know. I think you read the. I don't even talk. No, we'll talk about it after. But there's a there's a scene that reminded me of that script you read. Is it a Ugandan <laughs> script? Worry. Huh? It's an East African <laughs> script. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. you remember that the scene in the pickup with like the woman smoking yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That reminded me <laughs> a lot. That that yeah. You know, I had written it down. Dogs, woman. I hated that. Scene. Hated that scene. Yeah, I really did oh, like that. Really it's one of the scenes I hated. Yeah, but no, for no, I guess for me, I enjoyed it just because I read the script with, with yeah. like a similar setup of mm. Chinese people. <laughs> Was it a feature film you read? Yeah, it was a feature film. Ah, I, I also like the whole thing of bringing in the Chinese also and the corruption. Yeah, yeah but uh, as you said, like I was also happy like they didn't they didn't focus on that because like when I saw him coming town and they're like all oh, the Chinese on everything and they were mining, I was like ah, it's going to be one of those yeah, stories and, and, about and yeah. Chinese punishment. Would have shifted yes, the whole story. Complete no. Yeah. Her. If anyone had control of that script, yeah. they would have said shifted. Shift Let's shift focus it. on this now. Teach us exactly. neocolonialism of the Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That is this. Yeah. So, so I like it was there, like kind of show how disempowered these guys are in their mm-hmm. own country. Mm. But it was, uh, it was what was the word? It was. I like how it was used. They brought them in the beginning, then they came at the end, and they showed yeah. them. Yeah. They didn't build it. Maybe there was a radio segment where this guy's complaining about. You didn't hear that part, like one on the radio, something yeah, complaining. Yeah, complaining. They call Chinese. Word. It yeah. was the Blitz himself. Yeah. 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 But, but, but I remember but, you guys not liking that in Twaga, but you <laughs> populated <laughs> it. But in Twaga, it like was done by It's the way it's you do it. Not, it, it wasn't good in Twaga. Yeah. <laughs> but like a Kasato thing I also liked was the fact that the characters also emit, like the law enforcement, like. Like I, I, I like the way that she, that she, the side character of the the inspector that uh, like that that guy that older guy that mm, they brought Kumsun. in yeah yeah Kumson yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and like I wanted to watch a whole movie and just Kumson mm. you're such a such an interesting character but but I like I like that they jump to that conclusion of like the Chinese must be the ones that got rid of this guy. Mm. I feel like that was a very subtle very like good. meta thing. In terms of like us, like 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 while we are mm-hmm. afraid of like having our land like yeah. encroached on and stuff, shouldn't get into that area of like just blind mm-hmm. you know yeah. xenophobia, xenophobia where just like pointing fingers yeah, and like blaming an entire very group nice. like this, 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 and this. Very nice. And yeah, again, he didn't call any attention. Nothing. It is like blink of an eye. So good. Gone. What else do you want to talk about? You wanted to talk about the acting for a moment, Joel? Uh, yeah. Because uh, I think other than like the the two brothers and maybe the little girl, cause I think like the wife and like the mother are just like, most, like he, use, he uses them like really minimally. Minimal. Yeah. yeah. Like to a very minimal degree. It doesn't demand too much from mm. them. Because they all have just subdued facial expressions, which I think was smart. Mm. And it's just like the context of the scene they are in, to which you yourself can infer, okay, you must be feeling this emotion, this yeah. emotion. And for me, it was kind of a nice flip 
because the wife does show plenty of emotion at the end like when he disappears because mm. the whole movie she just looks like she's just tired of this guy's mm. shit because even just a just moment when like, like a kid has an asthma attack and he's trying to wake her up I, I love the amount of time she takes to wake up and and even when she's consoling the kid you could just feel her attitude too as this guy was I am so tired of this broke guy stuff but when he disappears, she she actually really turns up the emotion. Starts like emote more. So now that I think about it, I think it was very like purposeful. And I think even they're trying to show that because maybe the girl was more attached to the dad. I think the mom was probably was. a bit cold, like both the husband and to the girl. Maybe she wasn't as. But I mean, the story is about him losing the love of his mm. life, so she's basically irrelevant mm. to the story. His story yeah, now. But way. the thing is that it's like she discovers that. When he takes her to like yeah, the grave, to the grave. Mm, yeah, like that's when they show those. What does this other woman? And then you met me after. I have a lot of sympathy for those women that they put in a movie like that. Yeah, but but yeah, but I I, I did love like her like her spirit was very enduring. Like the more I talk about it, the more I realize like how well she was actually. Yeah, she was all, she was actually her own yeah, woman. Yeah, so she's like yeah, she's sort of put to the corner, but yeah, she's, she's doing her own thing. Yeah, she is. The only, I, I don't like it when um, sometimes it's like uh, they, they make it seem like ah uh, this this I don't know it's because I oversee the news yeah. women like this you guys you really need to understand where I come from with these things yeah. like those things where they make her give him an eye and they that just that dead stare where she gives him an eye for a very long time like forcing him to go to church. Mm-hmm. It's this thing I I'm I don't like it. I just need it to. It will always be there. Right. It, it's sometimes true. Like women just being the bore of your life, like no, pushing like you to do things, forcing you to go to church. Yes. That's like a classic, <laughs> classic setup. You see, like there's always so I'm the, like, the, the, the nagging wife, basically. Oh. This is what you're saying. You know. What? I'm so tired. If a woman nags, leave her. I'm just so no, tired. But, I, I think, but she wasn't nagging. Him so let me it. it Understand where I'm yes. coming from. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm contextualizing it from several yeah. things I've seen over true. the years. This is something similar to that. There's truths in it in the story in real life. It's just a personal thing. Uh, I yeah. hate it. Yeah, I just say it, it, it didn't disturb me. I wouldn't even use it as a kind of negative for the film at all. Mm. It just reminds me of something I hate. Yeah, that's mm. fair. I guess. I guess for me, I, I s- like like the moment we we hit that point in the story where 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 it was like oh, when are you going to take me when are you going to take me and he's giving excuses and she decides fuck it I'll, I'll like go myself that's 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 when like my sort of because I because I also feel like they were really really good to like fall into that nagging wife setup and she just be this really one dimensional wife character I've seen a bunch of times but I like that they gave her that. Like slight bit of agency that that made me see as a person like she was, she was not like super like attached to him of like oh she my husband yeah, my husband I'm going to yeah she was doing it for the kid she, she like do her own stuff so so even when she was like sick of him I she it, I, I I think why it was even never like verbalized in in a sense was that I mean she was okay just taking care of her own shit yeah and it's like yeah and, and she would, would go and yeah I was like yeah we would be married yeah he would wait for her have the kid and it's fine yeah. I, and, and for me now, in, in that sense, now it made me focus more on the tragedy of their relationship because they start with like, oh, so in love and stuff, and yeah. they just like fall out of yeah. it. It's not like they fall out of it to the point of like, ah, big argument, I'm leaving you, blah, blah, blah. It's just 
it's just like that sad yeah, yeah. state yeah. where like the spark is gone and you're just there, you're just existing. So I, I found that like really tragic and sad. I didn't like the acting of the little girl. <coughs> I really didn't. Mm. And I was reminded of the, the little girl in I Am Not A Witch. I think really? the way she's... Like you can see that I'm not a witch girl is not an actress and mm-hmm. she's just moving around as it. Mm-hmm. But her face was more curious. Like I was more curious about her as a character in I'm not a witch. This one mm-hmm. I wasn't it's feeling any connection with her, which maybe is because she had more some lines. Another one, maybe the silence of I, and that's what mysterious. I get thought of that too like the fact that she was always silent, silent added to it and li- there's a lot to ask of little kids and mm-hmm. i'll say something i just watched us mm-hmm. and they have a little girl <coughs> with a mm-hmm. and she somehow looks like this little girl yeah, so that yeah, also yeah. that also i think but mm-hmm. i didn't over like her performance and yeah. even the boy I, I didn't like the performances in this i feel i felt like the directing carried the performances a lot more like it helped them to a higher level because mm-hmm. the guy even the way he looks was reminding me of a certain kind of fuck boy sorry but <laughs> it was reminding me of that which was just not making things connect but then the, uh, the the direction of the film would make things better for me yeah. so i felt like the direction <coughs> carried a lot of the weight some inabilities of the actors. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I, th- I think for me, now, I felt the opposite about that. I felt, yeah, like, yeah. I felt like in his directing, he left the actors to be behind. Oh, he left them behind. Now, 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 now mine is even different because, in my view, I feel he told <coughs> them, like, he almost told them to be these models in his movie. Yes, Not so much performing, yeah. like, you work, 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 work for the story. I said, instead of you putting on like a pose, I'm, I'm sure if they had put it on, that's when you get those bad acting. You know, like you've seen them in African movies when yeah. a person is over trying. Yeah. Yeah. So I think even sometimes it's better to just scale it down a bit. Mm. So if yeah. you go it's over, it's okay, down, and if yeah. you go low, it's can still. I agree, but, but I think in I terms, think that's the way I saw it. Michael, yeah. it was scale down. That's not enough. Yeah. yeah. But, but I think he'll improve on that as he goes because he's like a very visual person also. All his music videos is about the colors and the editing and the cinematography and that just elevates like every yeah. single thing. So. I'm done. I'm even <laughs> closing my book. Like I've run out of things. I've ticked everything and, off. And, uh, not the, 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 for me, the thing I really took from this movie, like mm. besides the Chinese stuff, what was really the way the guy was dealing with grief yeah, because oh, I, I we feel that was yes. I feel we've, we've hinted, we've yeah, hinted, and and I feel like even like from like everything flows from that like yeah. the story like it's really just about this guy dealing with his his depression, mm-hmm. and another thing I'd maybe comment like again his relationship with 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 his daughter like yeah. in spite of all his frustrations and all that, mm. at least he's a good father in a way. He has he has he has quit drinking. He hasn't. And again, even there's this whole other scene of like again, as we're talking about at the end when he falls in the mine, and then we're meant to believe that it's his brother who hit him and yeah. he fell in. But again, might pick something of like you know, you've, you've heard of the term staring into the void. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. I feel that was probably the thing because when it was like when you come and you like the whole movie is staring already to the void, is yep. deep in his depression like and know, all this. Well, yeah. So when he actually comes to this other one, like probably for a split second he thinks he falls in. And then again, it shows probably because if it was a suicide, say it was suicide. Mm. Again, it shows that maybe suicide isn't a quick process. Because again, no, as no, no, no. as you see him fall inside, like mm. he last he spends a while in there. There's that scene where it's a cockroach. That's some of the stuff that really 
really messed with me. Mm. Like it's a slow process. Probably him generating from this from the depression to him being at the bottom of this pit. Exactly. It's really a slow like it wasn't like he just decided. It was. yeah. And I like that aspect of the of the film in general for me. What mm. was your takeaway? <coughs> Uh, no, actually, basically, for the most part, the same in terms of I did like the commentary on grief once I realized that's what the film was about in the end. I thought it was a neat way of like approaching the topic. Uh, but for me, my biggest, my biggest takeaway was just for like as a fan of Blitz, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. Yeah, because that's, that's, that's how I watch the movie, yeah. like, I'm just. I just want to like follow his filmography and like see it grow. And again, for like a first attempt, only the few people can even dream of making something this good. <laughs> like their first attempt so at a feature film, it is really, really good. And yeah, I can't wait to see him like take on more. He'll only improve with time. Mm-hmm. And I like, I love that he has a very unique aesthetic that still feels. I hate the word authentically African, but. But it feels like very African, but still seems fresh and new. Because mm. I, I feel like also sort of get locked into either the, the old, 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 old school like Sembene stuff or like the Chinigeria stuff of now. <laughs> but like this is like something new and like very specific to an individual. I like it in the same way that I liked um, like the directing of Felicite, where it's like this mm. specific Felicite like individual good. style. Yeah, so I really like it, and yeah, this guy is like amazing in terms of just doing music and <laughs> photography and all this stuff. And yeah, I want to see how he improves on story. I think story is the only one where he just needs to bring it up to that level where everything else is. I think in terms of like his takeaway, I, the thing I had written now down as my takeaway is this thing. Mm-hmm. because the ending scene, which was my most profound scene, is yeah. the one I, I delved a lot of meaning into. Yeah. And the fact I like how they transition from just him and her seated on the table, then the camera turns, and then there's an actual audience, and then mm. she stands up. So my my takeaway was the dead are all around us all the time. I really ah, took the okay. mythology as a whole, mm. and because the brother was dead and around him, mm. so that was my main takeaway in terms of theme more than the depression bits. But otherwise, every single thing you said is exactly mm. how I feel. because yeah. I love Blitz and his diasporadical trilogy. <laughs> it's on YouTube. Check it out. And I knew it had to be good. Like I you can re- you can genuinely judge a movie from its still images. And this mm-hmm. movie it it really was true to the images we saw in the beginning. Mm. Loved it. It was yeah. good. I like a slight addition. I don't know if you'll include it in the edit at all. I wonder. <laughs> no. It's just it just made me because I remember when I was watching that scene where they're walking in the graveyard, mm. it reminded me of when I was in Accra, like how the Ghanaians have a very unique relation with the with like the dead really? unique relationship. Yeah, there's a bunch of graveyards like everywhere in the city, Shit. just like this, <laughs> like this huge massive the dead graveyards. Are all around. Yeah, and even we like when we went to this village, there were like posters for like morticians, where there's like an actual corpse on the poster advertising like their services that they would like dress like up someone's a, person a dead person yeah like a, a real dead person like a graphic picture of a dead person messed up and they're like cleaning him up and everything and it's just like casually on the road and apparently also when they die they like they, they'll like put the person on like a freaking billboard and he'll hang there for like months and months 
like a date to, to, to announce everyone this person has died <laughs> and they're like even after the funeral they might keep it long after that so anyway just just also what, what you sort of said at the end of like about the dead yeah yeah you sort of reminded me of their unique yeah for first of Ugandans out of there were like what the hell is going on yeah. <laughs> but, but the Ghanaians are just very casual about it all. I guess we're done. Yeah, we're we're done. talked about it. This was a typical cinema red pill movie. True. Yeah. It's really typical of our movement of trying to talk about <laughs> African films. And this one is good and has a lot to talk about. We True. have a lot to say about it. Yeah. And it's not a short film. We're always limited to short films. <laughs> but <laughs> so now we have a feature <laughs> and it's fun. Yeah. And we, since it's on Netflix, we're on time with watching it. Yeah. Good. But this has been our episode. Thank you for listening. I'm Sharon. Timothy. Joel. Um, follow us everywhere. Website Cinema Red Pill. And check out our episode next week. We'll talk about glass. And bye.